welcome to the b-sides hey hi the b-sides is a podcast for people who are wary of ascribing some sort of blanket authority to anyone in the executive branch of the federal government and tacitly endorse all of rihanna's career moves including her currently shrouded in mystery visual autobiography dropping the day after this episode on october 24th boom i'm mimi i'm becky I'm Hannah Zoe. And this is the B-Sides. It is. You can subscribe if you haven't already, and we encourage it. We come out every other Wednesday, so subscribing makes it way easier to keep up. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc. Pick your poison. Yeah. Pick your poison. Because it's Halloween and we're spooky. (laughs) That's right. Spoiler (laughs) alert. This is... The last episode before Halloween, the most Halloween adjacent episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So today we're going to be talking about ghosts as they appear in pop songs. But first, let's hear what's up with all of you and then get into the A-sides where we'll talk briefly about a piece of music news. So what's up? Becky has big news. Hannah has bigger news. We all have a lot of news. (laughs) Okay, well, my big news is that I waited three hours and I finally got tickets to see Taylor Swift, my first concert of Taylor's, not my first concert ever, but I'm going to Loverfest in Massachusetts on the 31st of July, nine months away. Amazing. Can't wait. Just date a human in the time that you'll just date your excitement. Yes. It is. Sorry. Who knows? I could, who knows? Hopefully I'm not pregnant and giving birth at the time of the concert. It would be. That's no reason to use protection. You can't always plan these things, you know. Going to keep you using protection. I, I have something in nine months I'm looking forward to, and it's not having a baby. So, <laughs> I'm um, so excited for you. You really beat the line. And by beat, I mean... a very dramatic experience. It took me literally three hours to get these tickets. And also, they sent a fake message saying that there were no more tickets left. And I signed off, got in a cab to go to the gym because I was going to miss my class. And then I went on Twitter, and Twitter was like, it's a fake mixed message. Tickets are back. And so I ran out of the car and got back on Wi-Fi. And I was still 5,000 people away from getting a ticket. So it was all, it was all okay. Oh my goodness. Wait, so did you just like find a cafe and you were like, here, here's $5. I don't even want coffee. No, I I went to my gym. You went to your gym, but didn't go to your class. No, I sat using their Wi-Fi. (laughs) Oh, so you skipped the gym, but like went to the gym. But like went to the the gym, but like I more importantly finally got my (laughs) ticket. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. That's really, that's dedication. Now I think Hannah's news trumps my news. Yeah, Hannah, what's up with you? It is Taylor Swift theme though. It is. Um, I got engaged and then Lover played in the background while the proposal was happening. Did I tell you guys that? Okay, first it was Moonlight when I was walking out. Okay. And then he proposed to me and I was like, yes. And then, you know, and he said nice things Mm -hmm. as one does. And then um, right when I said yes, um, Lover started playing. And like those first notes, like boom, boom, Mm -hmm. is like, it was actually wild it was amazing that was um thanks to having my my sister was there and my friend harry was also the dj and it was amazing that's amazing you should be your first dance um i moonlight has been the first dance like my for ever since it came out so that's that's the plan that's the plan that's been the the plan you think i should do lover even the ending of moonlight I know the ending is sexual. I've thought about this, but okay. we talked about this. We did. I, I think that you just cut it off by then. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think Moonlight's think. better than Lover because I think Ariana, it's a more romantic song, Moonlight, I think. I think the real thing is just that, you know, I wasn't sure about this guy, Logan, and then he was such a good guest on the B-sides that I was like, I guess I'll marry him. And that's basically where we are now. <laughs> I think you should do your first dance to Paper Rings. Wait, I missed both of what you just said. I said you should do your first dance to Paper Rings. Oh, yeah. It was a joke. Don't do that. I just said podcasts bring people together, which she already knew. It's true. Um, Comment what you think Hannah's first dance should be. Oh, yeah. Um, leave us a comment on our Instagram, what you think my first dance should be. <laughs> and then I'll do whatever the poll says she has to do. <laughs> that's like such a YouTuber thing. Like, you know, vote for like what I, that's like a thing. They're like, vote for what I do in a day. Have yeah, you seen of course. Yeah. It's like, it is selling your identity in a scary way. Yeah. But I think it's fun for this. I do trust all of your, uh, all of our listeners' tastes a I lot. I bet they have some good suggestions. Yeah. Let us know. It's very exciting. I feel very, like, uh, grown up. You are. Yeah. And it's funny how many people, especially, like, who are friends with my mom and I've never heard of, are saying all these nice things about me based on, like, the picture she posted on Facebook about, like, me and Logan's love and how special it is. And I'm like, you, I don't know you, but I'm so glad that you think our love is special. I think it's great, too. I don't, it's, like, really funny. It's it's kind of wild when people do that based off of like three pictures. Yeah. And they're like, not only am I thinking this, because that's one thing. Yeah. Like, oh, that looks really nice. I'm going to comment on it and make this pretty public right now. I think it's sweet, though. This is about what I think. It is. So. The other thing I, I need to give a shout out to is um, for listeners of our podcast who are also listeners of Who Weekly great pod um they have uh, a number of facebook groups that i'm a part of and one of them is um a beauty uh facebook group and right now it's liptober which means that every day in october you wear a different lipstick which is very exciting and the reason that's relevant to my engagement is because i was going to my friend's house for dinner but the reason i looked nice is because i was like i'm putting on this lipstick because it's liptober so now i have to have my the rest of my outfit like look nice so I actually was going to wear, I was actually going to wear a Lizzo shirt, which would have been funny to get engaged in a Lizzo t-shirt. It would have been great, actually. What but was the lip color? It was just like a nice, like, you know, kind of reddish, orangey coral situation. What's like it, red? It was Maybelline, what's it called? Like Superstay Matte Ink. It's the Gigi oh, Hadid one. Yeah, yeah, those are good. Yeah, they're good. They're a little tacky. Like not, um, not tacky fashion-wise, but like sticky. A little sticky. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but uh, we can have a spinoff uh, makeup review pod at a, at a different point. But anyway, it's very exciting. Yay. Yay. Love. So much lover going on. Um, congratulations to you both. I don't have any news on that of that caliber at this moment. But, but, you know, you never know by next time. This is how life works. Happy spooky season. And let's go to the A-sides. Okay, today on the A-Size, we're going to talk about the Pitchfork Top 200 Songs of the 2010s, which were released, I think, last week, pretty recently. And I heard that it took the editors about six months to compile this list. As it should. You think so? It's, a, it's an opus, and it requires a lot of thought. They can't phone this in. And yeah, honestly... I- I feel like Pitchfork does, so not no offense, mm-hmm. but you know, you yeah. never really know with them. True. And they didn't phone this in. 
Here's a conspiracy theory. Mimi, I think you'll, you'll enjoy. I'm all in. Is Elon Musk a founder of Pitchfork? And is that why Grimes has the second best album? Because I don't know if I necessarily agree with that selection. Is it album or just the song? Like, is oh, that, the song, that I guess. Oh, the I song. Guess. Okay. Just making sure. Um, yes, I think that that I is true. I didn't know this. I didn't know this. This is new. That they're dating? No, no, no. That Elon Musk is a Pitchfork person. No, no, no. I'm making a joke. Oh, I thought you were like, you were putting like actually like good pieces together that like he is like on the board of Pitchfork. And, like, no, it, I was making it that it's a conspiracy theory. I understand. First of all, it's both. <laughs> it's both a joke and a substantive conspiracy theory. I think. Honestly, I don't know. Grimes, like, I think that Beyonce's EXO is, is much better than that. Yes, I liked that. I agree. I like that All Right by Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar was yeah. number one. I think it encapsulates kind of like the activism of at least the second half of the decade, which has been much louder than the first, but mm-hmm. certainly throughout. Um, and I liked that like uh, there were more people of color, I think in the top 10 than there were non people of color. Um, I like that. And then I also don't like that teenage dream didn't make the top hundred. We can hold these truths yes. together and and think about them. Um, I feel like I I'm 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 happy that Oblivion by Grimes is up there. I love the song. I love that whole. What's that album called? Do you know? If anybody's listening, in, yeah. okay, yeah. tell us. I mean, we could also Google it, but sometimes it's fun to live with mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like Grimes is kind of like pop music for people who don't want to admit they like pop music. But like it's really good. Mm-hmm. But also like other pop music is good too, as we know because this is our podcast. But so I'm happy for you know the pitchfork people to acknowledge. But I'm also it's also just kind of funny to me because there's plenty of other. But I actually thought pop got a lot of love on this list. Mm-hmm. I was surprised about that. Pleasantly surprised. But there's a lot yeah. of Carly Rae got some love. Like there was it was up there. A lot of Canadians got some love, which is good. I'm happy Carly Rae, Drake, Grimes, Thieves. Um, Amazing. Yeah, I wonder if that, because, like, Pitchfork likes to be kind of indie, I wonder if that speaks to, like, pop becoming more indie, or, I don't know. But I do think also that, like, no one's going to be happy with these entire lists ever. Sure. And so it's kind of like, what is the point of making them? They're never really going to encapsulate anything. And it's probably just so we can have chats like this. They're... They're conversation starters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about like what we value as, you know, a society that likes music and what we want to fight about. I, I sometimes also think Pitchfork can be really wrong, but I found them, I found this list to be pretty good, especially with Dancing on My Own with a high, high number really is like the best song of the decade. Mm. Yeah. So good. For sure. Great. Well, uh, thanks, Pitchfork. For once. Yeah. Just kidding. You're fine. (laughs) Just just kidding, Elon Musk. Yeah. Founder. Founder. (laughs) We're spreading lies. Yeah. All right. So that's it for the A-sides, I think. And now we're going to get into the B-sides and talk about some ghosts. Let's go. And now it's time for the main event. It's the B-sides, and we're going to talk about ghosts today as they appear in pop songs. 
Again, this is the last episode before Halloween. So that's one thing. But I think I also started thinking about this when Taylor Swift's The Archer came out and she said, I wake in the night, I pace like a ghost. And I thought that was hilarious for some reason. Why did, why did you think that was hilarious? You have references a few yeah. times, but can you get, let's get into this. Why is that so funny? Is, okay. it because, is it because ghosts don't have a reputation for pacing? That's what's funny to me. Yes. It's because like pacing to me is like taking like the strides with your legs and your feet and going back and forth. Whereas like ghosts don't do that. They float. So they, <laughs> I, well, I guess, I guess they could. Pacing, pacing requires like substance not yeah. to be see-through. It's, <laughs> it's like treading, you know, it's oh, like yeah. they're actually like treading down a hallway or whatever, which is not really what ghosts do. So it's like pace like a ghost doesn't I don't know have you ever met a ghost how do you know they're they're see-through you don't know you're just assuming what society paints as ghosts like you don't know what they look like wow true do you think Taylor does what do you think Taylor does yeah I think she does (laughs) wow all right she's got all money in the world she knows maybe it's like I paste like some something that has no substance or purpose yeah, but then it's like, wouldn't it be like drifting then? Uh, float like a ghost. I drift like a ghost. Yeah. Don't you guys feel like the word ghost is kind of a musical word? Ghost or like ghosts? Ghosts. Mm-hmm. A lot of consonants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, tell us about ghosts. Okay. Firstly, aside from this being a pop music podcast, the reason that I titled this episode, It's a Ghost Story, Baby Just Say Yes, is due to our friend who I just have to shout out here because she turned to me at some point around 10 and a half years ago when Taylor Swift's love story was popular and said, it's a ghost story, Baby Just Say Yes. It was in the context of something, but it also kind of wasn't. And it just like, it reduced me to tears. (laughs) In the best possible way. And I still, it's funny when jokes are still funny 10 years later and they're also, and they're just kind of like, I can't explain why. Ugh, lasting power. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about ghosts. (laughs) Merriam-Webster defines ghosts in a couple of ways and we've broken them down by nouns and verbs. Okay. As a noun, the seat of life or intelligence, the soul of something. I would never use it that way. <laughs> I would never use You're it not either. For no, no, I am. No, I am. Please, please. Uh, also, what's a seat of life? What's a seat of life? A soul. You sit I there, don't know. You live and you're a ghost. Yeah. Anyway, Becky, have you heard this one before? No. Gonna, gonna, it's gonna be a no from me, dog. Okay. <laughs> Number two, this one I think we can get more behind. A disembodied soul, especially the soul of a dead person believed to be an inhabitant of the unseen world or to appear to the living in bodily likeness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Spirit or a demon? Sure. A faint shadowy trace? Yes. All right. Why not? Verb to ghosting, to ghost, to haunt like a ghost, or I think what most people are more familiar with these days, to cut off all contact with someone to subject someone, such as a former romantic partner, to ghosting. They're using the word in the definition, but it's but, fine. But Merriam-Webster literally has a definition of ghosting a romantic partner in... This is not mm-hmm. your editorializing. This is in their yeah. dictionary. Amazing. Yeah. No, it's yeah, in it's there. Very, it's very... Uh, she's up to date. 
Mm-hmm. It's yeah, she, she, Merriam Webster. She's up, she's up to date. Yeah. Here I say she's a ghost at this point. <laughs> and now I'm thinking of like Miriam Mimi Webster. <laughs> That's your true self. I walked into that. I walked into that. Okay. Let's get a little background on ghosts and then we'll take it back to pop music. So ghosts have been a concept for a very long time, since ancient times. And there are a number of ways to trace that, but one of them is through prominent historical figures like Anne Boleyn of Henry VIII fame, who he sent to execution. There are a lot of like ghost sightings at the Tower of London around her and her hometown of Kent. Um, America has its own history of that. Ben Franklin haunts Philadelphia, as we know. I thought you were saying that Ben Franklin saw ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) No. You were saying that. Well, he might have. He would have. Yeah. I thought you were saying that, yeah. I thought you yeah. were like, he is known to have, like, seen ghosts. <laughs> he, he may have. Right. He may have. The 18th century was spooky, That's and he probably did. He was like, wait, is he the bifocals guy? The what? The bifocals guy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was like, this is why I need bifocals, because I keep seeing, like, mushy things in my yeah. kitchen. And this, I'm, this, I, I must not be seeing right. I must make, like, a That's, double glasses. That's why he was standing on trees. <laughs> also the tree guy yeah, <laughs> yeah he was the lightning guy i have to stand on trees to get away from them oh my god so much is making sense the ghosts, ghosts. <laughs> that does make a lot of sense he saw ghosts he was a ghost so was abraham lincoln you know a lot of ghost sightings of famous figures whatever <laughs> To be clear, just just for the for the listeners here, um, Mimi has made a beautiful Google Doc for this episode. And to, to be clear, right now in the Google Doc, it literally says whatever, where Mimi just said whatever. So that's that's who she was when she was typing, and it's who she is when she's reading it out loud, live and in color. Okay, but this conversation is a timely one mm-hmm. because I cannot emphasize enough that it is <laughs> October. It's almost Halloween. And that the concept of ghosts is something that's really going strong. That nearly half of Americans believe in ghosts in some capacity. And over half of Brits via the ambulance thing. Just kidding. Uh, but maybe not. This is according to HuffPost and, and YouGov polls that are all citing this. Beautiful. So, you know, I wanted to see if there was like a scholar talking about some of this stuff. And Christopher French, a professor of psychology... Um, at the University of London said, what we have is people trying to make sense of something that to them seems inexplicable. So you get the misinterpretation of noises or visual effects that do have a normal explanation, but not one that people can think of. People assume that if they cannot explain something in natural terms, then it must be something paranormal. There is also the emotional motivation for these beliefs. The vast majority of us don't like the idea of our own mortality, even though we find the idea of ghosts and spirits scary in a wider context. They provide evidence for the survival of the soul. Even just in that quote, there's already, you can tell why this is such a good theme for music. Like there's so, so much to wrestle with in terms of like making sense of something that seems inexplicable, dealing with mortality, figuring out emotional motivations for beliefs that you have. I mean, all of this, there's so, and that's also why, and you'll walk us through, there's so many different ways that you can take ghosts and make it like an image that resonates for the music that you're making. Like there's so much, there's so much. 
more than Bigfoot, for example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, right. And I, I think that ghost stories and ghosts and the whole, the whole shebang give us a sense of control, sort of what he's saying here, and make us feel like... We're not, you know, we're usually not alone when we're telling ghost stories or when, or something that people, a lot of people Mm -hmm. can connect to. Um, So who am I to say if ghosts are real? Mm. Do you guys believe in ghosts? Um, Not like Casper ghosts. No, you know what? I'm not going to pretend I do. I don't believe in any. Nope. None of them. Sorry. No, I don't. I kind of do. Yeah, I believe in. I believe in like some like I think that sometimes the spirits are really real and like that mediums kind of can buy into some mediums which is kind of like ghosts do you believe do you believe that they are like that they were humans or do you believe that like sometimes i believe that they're like aliens that could be ghosts (laughs) like i believe that there could be life forms that exist outside of the planes you know that we understand or that our five senses can sense Mm -hmm. and they're like around us no you think they were humans yeah cool i think i mean i i like to think this that there's like some way that like spirits stay alive even when they're dead is it because you're from long island and there's a long island medium uh no but <laughs> you consider i'm going to a medium she's a hoot yeah i will say her show is actually incredibly uh convincing yeah i i fell for it yeah what do you do you mimi um to an extent yeah cool like sometimes i think that it's overdone mm-hmm. but to an extent i'm also kind of like I don't know what's out there, man. You know, I can't explain yeah, it. I, no. There are some things you can't explain. Yeah. And so I think to an extent, even though you're like, I don't believe in anything, the fact that you believe that there, some people just like really believe that like everything is something they can understand. And if they yeah. can't see it, it's not there. And you're not. At no, point. no, no. So not that I'm trying to coerce anyone into believing about English. No, but I'm almost even like... I'm so not that yeah. <laughs> like I'm so not that that I'm like, why would we even know what ghosts? Mm-hmm. How could we even know what ghosts would be? Like, I feel like if they were a thing, we would have no way of like sensing them or, or measuring them or anything, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's, that's one of the definitions. Just kind of like a spirit or yeah. something. Right. Anyway, a of something. through song. Oh, let's go. So this is set up by, perspective the songs we're going to go through and that's because the way that a lot of ghosts are realized and spoken about are through the perspective of the person witnessing the ghost or who believes the ghost is there so these beliefs and ghosts are generally grounded in lived experiences of humans so what are these perspectives and framings in pop music we're going to look at this from a few angles starting with you're the ghost (laughs) No, you are. <laughs> no, you. Okay. So this means um, someone singing about someone else being a ghost. Second person. You're the ghost. And a lot of times it's it could be a way to make sense of or reckon with the loss of a loved one, a breakup, a death, a way to just uh, deal with something that can be very mm-hmm. difficult to grapple with. Um, and I think it kind of speaks to what we were talking about above where it's kind of like a way to give a name to something that feels inexplicable or emotionally shocking. And there's a power to that. And you can just accuse someone of being a ghost. And then, ghost. 
and then feel better. Yeah. Okay. So some of these songs. Ghost by Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. About Russell Brand, right? Prism era. Mm-hmm. Liked this era. It's a great era. Good era. Dank album. Mm-hmm. Great song. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is about him being a ghost. He broke up with her <laughs> via text, which is like a confusing thing to do, especially, probably especially in whenever that was when that happened, which I think was like 2011, 2010. I think it's later. Prism was later, but oh, the actual yeah. breakup. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be a ghost because a person wouldn't be so cold and vanish like that, right? Yeah. There it is. Ghost by Ella Henderson, same kind of thing. Like, I didn't realize you were bad, but now I realize that, and now you're kind of, like, haunting me. Same mm-hmm. idea. That I'm obsessed amazing. with that song. Mm-hmm. Is that what you were going to say, Becky? Yeah, you said? Yes, James. Yeah. Love amazing. this song. She has new songs out just to plug Ella Henderson. She's great. Hmm. I actually am wondering, I, I think I might have like posted this on the B-Sides Instagram like two years ago, wondering if this song is a B-Side, because I feel like everybody knows it, but that, but actually like people don't. Do you know, it, listener, listeners, if you know Ghost by Ella Henderson, let us know. And if you don't know Ghost by Ella Henderson, also let us know so we can get a little bit of like a, you know, a poll going. Yeah, I think it was, I want to say that it was one of those where it was like on the radio for like a month in the winter of like 2014, 2015. Okay. And that's why Good. some of us well, caught on to that. And then some of us maybe did not, but it does kind of feel like a, it's like a B side for a single. Yeah. I don't know. Right. We need a vocabulary Great. for that, I guess. Um, Walking with a ghost by Tegan and Sarah. another breakup um and it's kind of this one's more like like i was walking with a ghost now i'm good but it's like actually it's like kind of a denial Mm -hmm. kind of one um and the ghost of you by my chemical romance Mm because i had to get them in there and this one's a little more about like losing someone beyond a breakup from there it's a little more vague but just like losing someone from your life and I mean, they're okay. I'm trying to get a lot of genres in here. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of these songs that we're going to talk about all kind of sound different. And uh, I think that's interesting, but they all kind of heavily rely on the ghost. Yeah. Well, that's, that's something I was thinking about when I was re-listening to Ghost by Katy Perry, which I, I like the album and I like the song, but it's not, I, like, I, don't, I wouldn't argue it's, you know, a top anything song of hers. I think it's fine. I actually think that... Um, the the ghost the extended metaphor of the ghost is really pulled through the entire mm-hmm. song like every lyric and it makes me think almost that like in some ways it's like a creative laziness of like the song i could imagine the songwriters being like oh i just thought of another like ghost thing to say and they were like <laughs> making all those like ghost ideas rhyme but actually the totality of it is like a little bit it just leans a little bit too heavily on the metaphor and i think that songs that lean into metaphors like this and especially ghosts, which are so evocative and could mean so many things. You can go in so many different directions with 
what a ghost is, even just based on the definitions that you shared with us, it gets into a little bit of a lazy territory with some of the songs mm-hmm. that we're listening to today. I definitely agree with that. And I think we're going to have some more good case studies. Right now, when we go into the next perspective, which is, I'm the ghost. <laughs> so, these are, so these are the artists um, from their own point of view being like, I am a ghost. And sad. it is sad, but some of them are silly and some of them are not. So it's like, again, ghost metaphors are a way to sort of like make sense of or reckon with something difficult to label or a way to like make the person feel a little more in control over a situation or just to, again, label something um, that is sort of like emotionally difficult. So, okay. And or inexplicable in some way. So um, another one that kind of goes to what you were talking about with Katy Perry is Ghost by Fifi Dobson. We love Fifi. Fifi, Fifi, Fifi. We bring her back. She's a ghost. Everything. No. You don't love that one? That's the that was the one for the perfect score in two thousand four. That's the best song. I know, but it's not the one I'm thinking. Um, of. Hannah's looking it up. Take me away. Oh, I don't know if I've oh. heard that one. Yes, from the from the Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan soundtrack. Oh, really? then I've definitely heard it. I just think it was made, like, it was on a mix CD someone made for me. So I, like, got really into it. I did not know it was on Freaky Friday, which is an iconic soundtrack. Cool. Yes, Fifi Dobson. So this one's weird because it's a breakup, but she's like, I'm the ghost Mm. disappearing, like, haunting you and then disappearing from your life. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of weird from this perspective to be like, I'm the ghost, not you. Uh And it is very, like... Yeah, the metaphor, I think, is, like, kind of throughout, at least throughout the chorus. And it's just kind of like, okay. And then there are more elegant ways to do it where you're not sort of, like, being like, again, I cannot emphasize enough that I am a ghost. Right. (laughs) You're just sort of, like, saying it elegantly as a metaphor occasionally in the context of a larger experience. Right. And that's what the other couple songs and I'm the ghost are like Ghost by Kid Cudi, which is about dealing with depression. And it's kind of like labeling himself as a ghost, as a way to sort of express how he's feeling, kind of like a shadow of himself, yes. that kind of thing. I feel, I feel like that's actually one of the most interesting uses of, mm-hmm. of a ghost in, in, this, in, the list, in this list of songs. Like, it's not just like, oh, look, I'm see-through or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like actually kind of taking the metaphor and thinking like, what can this metaphor offer my understanding of myself? Like, I find that really interesting and moving. Totally. And same with Misguided Ghost by Paramore. Again, like very different genre than Kay Cuddy. But the same idea about sort of, to an extent, 
feeling directionless and confused and even betrayed at some point and just sort of feeling like unmoored and adrift. Mm. So yeah, those are songs where I'm the ghost. I'm the ghost. I'm the ghost. All right. <laughs> Next, we're the ghosts. Yeah. We're the ghosts. <laughs> we're the ghosts. <laughs> we're not alone anymore. We're the ghosts. So, okay. This these I said are about a dynamic that feels not good, not capital good. N, capital G, but is more fluid perhaps than some of the other ones. So there's like a haunted quality that's shared between or among people. Um, so it's a more like evenly split experience, I would say. Mm-hmm. The first song being Two Ghosts by Harry Styles. We're not who we used to be. We're just two ghosts standing in the place of you and me. Trying to remember how it feels to have a heart beat. What do we think about this one? I think that this is actually the best use of ghost metaphors possibly in this whole list. Although it's also just one of the songs I know the most. Mm-hmm. So maybe if I listen to their songs more, I would have a different thought. But I just think it's like, it's not overdone in the song. It's not used too much, but, and, the, and it's very literal. Like we're two ghosts standing in, this, in the place of human beings trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. It's very clear. It's like we are... I was about to say we're not who we used to be, but that is actually the lyric. I was about to be like, you know, we're not who we used to be. And then, but that's actually a lyric of it. Like, it's just very literal. It's the very like, okay, like we are the people we are, that we used to be are dead. And now we're here, but we have like no substance between us. And like, mm-hmm. but it's a little sinister and a little spooky and a little sad, but also like, it's fine. I just think it's a really good use of a ghost uh, lyric and Harry, I'm proud of you. Yeah, me too. It's a, uh, right. Right. There's no substance left, but it's like a very tangible feeling. And I literally wrote, the relationship has essentially <laughs> killed both of us and we both feel dead now. So maybe it's time to split. Bye. Um, the next one, I think this is the only one without ghosts in the title, is Haunted by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Becky, what do you think about this one? I actually think that this is better than two ghosts, but... Um, Composition. A, a beautiful, like harrowing song. Yeah. That you like feel spooked while listening to it. You do. Mm-hmm. She definitely she she like does she takes the metaphor into the music too. Yeah, she does it in her voice. Mm. Also what another person later we'll talk about does too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point because I was saying these are all sort of different genres, but not everyone does that some of them are more peppy some of them are more upbeat some of them less so um but the next one is kind of a peppy upbeat one because it's by the head and the heart and it's called ghosts one day we'll all be ghosts And it's more like generation, I said friend-centric, but just sort of more like collective, we're all lost, uh, drifting around kind of of thing. So head in the heart. I feel like this is their like main message on every song. (laughs) (laughs) It's not called ghosts, but they're like, oh, like we're friends, we're moving away. Like we're Yeah, it's like, it's it's twee as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I'm into it though. 
Yeah. What happened to the head and the heart? The new album, they've really gone downhill, I think. Have they? I think. I didn't really listen to the new album. I loved them in like 2012. Uh-huh. Yeah. Comment. Let me know. Maybe I should give them another thought, another second fans. Yeah, I don't think I've listened to their most recent. I'll have to investigate, but I, Becky, I tacitly endorse your opinion. So um, I'll check them out, but I, I think if you're not pleased with them lately, I probably won't be either. That's the take. That's the take. Okay. And I do, I, I do think I appreciate that all three of those songs, Two Ghosts, Haunted, Ghosts, Ghosts. Yeah. I was like, is it Ghost or Ghosts? Um, I, I just to underscore what you said earlier about the power dynamic, that this is like an evenly split experience. I think that's a really interesting perspective. I don't think it's the most common. Like, I think if you were to like map out all of the ghost songs that we got, you know, DM'd in to us when you put out that request, I think probably most of them would be I or you are ghosts. And there's not a lot of we are, but I think it's a really interesting dynamic to be like, yeah, we're both ghosts here mm-hmm. doing all the haunting, doing all the shit goes to mm-hmm. i think it's interesting and it's very like juicy and ripe for a powerful song yeah i think so too and i think that also speaks to what i was saying about ghost stories where it's kind of like obviously otherizing the ghost it's like you're having a collective bonding experience against with like the ghost as the foil uh-huh. and right these songs are some of the only instances of not doing that like we are ghosts together all right Cool. And lastly, ghost is a verb. So um, I wanted to bring this in just because I think that if we didn't, people would be like, what about Ghost In by Ariana Grande? <laughs> That's literally, I don't think that we should necessarily talk about it that much and like pick too much into it because I think it's a pretty, not that these other ones aren't personal, but I feel like it's, it's a little fresh. Mm-hmm. It's fresh. I know that it breaks your heart when I cry again So that a ghost in him will get through this We'll get past this I'm a girl with a whole lot of But I, I think like we can talk about it as a verb and about this probably appearing in more songs I was looking to see if it was in more songs than this one but like, this is, the, yeah, this is the, the top, so why even look further? Right. Okay, so ghost is a verb, as we said earlier, the action of abruptly ending all contact and thereby either like leaving a conversation or relationship or whatever. And then I thought about, I was like, when did this start? And I was like, AIM <laughs> with the invisible status. Amazing. Um, I don't know. I was like, that's kind of ahead of its time. You just go invisible and then you ghost. That pesky invisible. Yes. I felt, um, I felt safe with the invisible feature, but I don't know if anyone felt like they were on the other end of that where they were like, where did this person go? Or you knew that some of your friends used it a lot and they would just kind of like come out of nowhere and be like, hey, but they didn't want to be online. Did anyone experience? Yeah. It's also, I think on my friends on Gchat, she doesn't, um, she has to say you can't see if she's online or not, mm-hmm. but she's always there. Oh my God. That's so ghosty. I know she's there, but like not everyone else knows she's there. We had everything you're saying is ghosty. Yeah. She's a ghost. I got to cut her out. <laughs> <laughs> and she's We're not her in. Yeah. 
Um, but now ghosting is a more common concept because we, it's like being on AIM all the yeah, time. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I think, and it's again, like these other instances and these other perspectives, it's, it can be a confusing experience perhaps for all parties involved. Um, Ariana Grande's voice, like Beyonce carries this beautifully too. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's like certainly haunted. And it does speak to the ghost metaphor as tied to sort of like grief and fear and regret and all of these different things. Mm. Um, And we'll just take her words for it, for what she said the song was about, which is feeling badly for the person you're with because you love somebody else, feeling badly because he can tell he can't compare and how I should be ghosting him. I find, I mean, the song rules for so many reasons. Like definitely Becky, what you were saying, like the, the vocals just being so like delicate and still haunting, but like this is kind of a flip on what I thought ghosting was going to be about. And like, I remember finding out that it was going to have, you know, have to do with Mac. So I thought it was going to be about like being haunted by Mac, which it is, but then it's actually using the word ghost to, to be this other thing of like, I need to be ghosting someone that I'm not. And I'm actually drawing him closer into my tangled web of, mm-hmm. of shit. It's just like so. The layers to this song are just—it's a feat. It's really a—it's an amazing piece that is sad that we'll never see live because she will never perform this. She said that, right? Or are we just taking? I feel like I just understand that to be true. I don't know if she's told that to us. She said it. Okay. She did say it. Yeah, I think she also was like, "I didn't really want to publish this song." Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very personal. Yeah. All right. It's tragic mm-hmm. it's just that song oh sad mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just about yeah it's so sad because he's dead which makes it like a million times sadder oh my god yeah, yeah. it's bad it's bad and it's great so these are all different degrees of ghosts mm-hmm. different degrees of emotional resonances and and these are ghost stories as pop songs and we did but, say yes we did say yes <laughs> I feel like ghosts are definitely, uh, is there even another like spooky element or monster that, you know, is, can even compare to the amount of cultural impact on music that ghosts have? There's like one werewolf song, as in She-Wolf. Mm-hmm. As in men, as in Bat Mitzvah Werewolf from Three Rock. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I was thinking about She-Wolf because I was thinking about how that uh, I was really talking to someone about how that's like how I learned the world the word lycanthropy <laughs> was like via the, this is lycanthropy I was like wow way to put that in that's great I think vampires like have, vampires have been more vampires. of a TV show thing sure yeah. not a, not a music thing there aren't that many like suck your blood songs unless you're like Kim Petras definitely waiting for Ariana Grande's next album to have a vampire <laughs> element wild no Bigfoot no witch even and witches are interesting right yeah black magic that's true there are there are like kind of witchy songs or magic or like monster 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 and occasional songs like that but that's not specific to any type Mm -hmm. um i don't know i feel biased because i just like really went in on ghosts yeah. here so yeah. it's hard to go back but I but I do also think that like this is not something that we can pull together with another uh 
type of of spooky thing. Thanks, ghosts. Thanks, ghosts. Skeletons. And how the media has made her think that. Right. Mm. Unbelievable. Thanks, ghosts. This is my canthropy. Feel free to keep that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's enough of our opinions. Let's get into mine, really. Um, Let's get into the you sides where I posed a question to you guys. The question is about ghosts. Mm Okay, and we're back with the you sides. And the question I asked to all of you on Instagram was, what is a song that you like that centers around the concept of ghosts or has mm-hmm. something to do with the concept of ghosts? And we got like a so ton many of responses. So like many. More than usual or most times that I can remember. Yeah. I would say that was one of our most like highly engaged question sticker moment. Definitely made me think that we should be doing more ghost content. That <laughs> is not what I thought we would. Ghost Jack Antonoff content. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Jack Antonoff. That was that was a, a lot of engagement too. Go hard to trot on Jack Antonoff and ghosts. That's true. Okay, like let us know if you want more. You know, ghost content. Ghost Jack Antonoff would be unstoppable. Oh, can you imagine on Instagram? Um, I can hardly imagine. Yeah. But I have a lot of ghost thoughts. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just the season or if it's just like ghosts are relatable, which is what we've been talking about. Or I think another thing that is, you know, something that we have mentioned, but, um, that we're thinking about is that there's ghost songs in every genre and every kind. So like, Mm -hmm. you know, for our listeners who, you know, we're here for pop music, but we all have very eclectic tastes and the, the people were DMing things that were like pop, but also in every genre there's so many so many ghost songs to share because they resonate with the human experience of being you know liminal and shit Mm -hmm. confused Mm -hmm. there's so much to say about ghosts so every artist makes a ghost song yes and the last thing i'll say is that some of you sort of neglected the specificity of ghosts and started talking about monsters in general no (laughs) wrong incorrect those are not the rules (laughs) Ghosts can be monsters, but not all monsters are ghosts. It's mm-hmm. like squares are rectangles. Not every rectangle is a square. Most of them are not. It's the same concept. You're welcome, honestly. Right. So anyway, we're going to get into a few um, of your suggestions for the posed ghost question. Mm-hmm. Becky? Yes. Well, the first one was I'm in love with a monster wrong by Fifth Harmony. I get the vibe that you were going for. I actually will admit I do not know the song and I'm kind of intrigued to listen to it because A, I love Fifth Harmony and B, the fuck is the song? Um, I'm sorry, we're not supposed to editorialize. Next song, Haunted by Taylor Swift. A classic. Iconic. That's it for me. And and so um, it, it's a very haunty vibe. Like Taylor really knew what she was doing. She was like, I'm going to make this an extended metaphor. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. The three I wanted to highlight were um, Halsey's song Ghost, um, which is kind of ghosty vibes. I don't remember the lyrics super well, so I don't remember if it's I'm the ghost, you're the ghost. 
you know, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, but it's part of that. Um, okay, someone said um, something along the lines of, "If you don't talk about the Kim Petras album, I will boycott." And I get that because I love Kim Petras's music, and um, you know, I don't want you to boycott me. But also, low key, maybe we should boycott Kim Petras because she's still working with Dr. Luke. Oh shit! It's not good. <laughs> um. And, uh, but it's, you know, difficult because she's awesome. And yet she like has been not super nice to Kesha. So anyway, that's why we're not getting into the Kim Petras Halloween album. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other one um, is Ghost by Aquafina, which we hadn't listened to. So I would say, I speak for all of us. We say we're very excited to listen to that. And um, another recommendation that I wanted to highlight from someone who sent us a literal playlist of ghost songs, which I couldn't believe one of you have, it's amazing, was Talking to Ghosts by Foxes. And I really like Foxes, so I'm excited to um, to listen to that song. Good ghost songs. Yay. And I will be making a ghost playlist. I mean, it's already, it exists, but I'm going to add a few more yeah. to it um, that will drop with this episode. So if you made it this far into the episode, your reward is knowing that that is happening. Yay. Great. All right. So that's our show. Woo! Love talking with you. So follow us on Instagram at Listen to the B Sides, on Twitter at The B Sides Pod. We're getting there. I haven't logged in yet, but I will. Uh, and join our Facebook group by searching The B Sides or going to bit.ly forward slash B Sides FB group. Email us with any questions and ideas at listen to the B Sides at gmail.com. And subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars, if you don't mind. Um, use the word vapor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> In your review, if this is the episode that brought you to, to us, mm. brought you to us. Beautiful. Um, and that's about it. We will see you again in two Wednesdays. So... Until the next time we cut to the feeling, I'm Mimi. I'm Becky. I'm Hannah Zoe. Bye, friends. Bye, Bye ghosts. Bye, Bye, ghosts. Stay real.